every couple of years, it seems that we see these people that have these meteorotic, I can't even say the words, like meteorotic, meteoric, meteoric, I think that's the word. We see these people who have these meteoric rise to stardom. Whether you're thinking about your Taylor Swift's, your Ariana Grande's, or your 50 Cent's, or Drake's, you're seeing these people who just, through the ethos of music, just come out of nowhere and just infatuate us with their talents. And I think one of the most interesting, one of the most downright sexy stories of this has to be Takashi 69s. Hi, my name is Fly Sue, and you're listening to the Uneducated Investor Podcast. This is a podcast where we give the business kick to different pop culture events, Twitch tips, and all those things that you love. So if you love this podcast, make sure to leave a like and comment, because that's my friend, is how we grow. Takashi 69 is one of the most spectacularly interesting people. Not only for his antics, but of course for just his overall business savvy. I dare to say, is he even a genius? In the marketplace and attention span of 2018, it is nearly impossible to break through with all the noise. And of course, Takashi 69 is a talented artist in some regards. His overall lyrical ability and his ability to come out with these, you know, really engaging musical songs isn't something that's by itself in nature will break over the top. So of course, his marketing persona and his business savvy of the character of Takashi 69 is what makes him so infinitely interesting. You know, think about it. His whole if you don't know who this guy is, this guy is a rapper, a Latino rapper from the Bronx. I think he's Latino Mexican, something like that. And his whole character is embracing the troll. Literally look up troll dolls on the internet and they'll have the same rainbow color hair as him. And he embellishes this, this gangster image and he just does it so well. At the same time, he does it through the, the lenses of what's popular today and what has the most attention today. So when you think about something as interesting as sketch comedy on Vine, Sketch comedy on Vine and then sketch comedy on Instagram and sketch comedy on YouTube has broken, it seems, more popular people in our life, in our current atmosphere than almost any other sort of medium. You know, think about your King Bosch, you know, think about people like that. Um, these people just naturally just rose to nowhere just out of their sheer humor of what they're doing because that was so natural to the platforms that they're posting on. So Takashi, noticing his talents, his talents of just being able to say the most outrageous things and be able to basically have what I call his hood humor, the world star hip hop humor, he was able to really capture an audience by just being able to play in this character that he knew his audience wanted to see. This gangster troll image that wasn't afraid to say anything man it was honestly super crazy and super fun to 
to see, to, to just put it frankly. However, in doing this and not being fully aware or from what really resonates with this rap culture, essentially Takashi was starting beefs that had real world implications, right? One of the things that rap is found founded on is the realness of rap. And when you basically come out with this trolling videos, you're essentially, you're attacking someone's livelihood. If someone, you know, comes out as this gangster, weird menace rapper, and you literally go head to head with them, you're attacking their character. And as if their money is based on their character, you're attacking their bank account. So because of this, he was put in all these like situations, but in my opinion, are just way over his head. Like, I don't believe Takashi 69 is a true gangster because I think in today's age, where you're seeing the, you know, YNM Melly, I can't even think of his name, you're seeing the, um, you know, the hot dance guy, right? Uh, Bobby Shmurda, you know, you're seeing the Takeys, you're seeing anyone who's involved in any gangster affiliation basically be on you know the the cops radar the minute a hot song drops and Takashi 69 wasn't necessarily you know in cuffs has a real criminal case against him um criminal violent criminal case against him I guess he has the thing with the girl but that wasn't like a gangster case on that aside and he really wasn't a attached to anything really gangster until he became a rapper. So the fact of the matter of him getting to this rap controversies um, was all a tactic that just went over his head that he didn't uh, come out with. However, his ability to break through the complete noise, the, there's so many rap songs released every day, his ability to become one of the top rappers in one of the most competitive genres of music is absolutely outstanding. So now he's in this predicament where it looks like he's coming out of prison. You know, he was facing like 40 years minimum at one point. Um, then he pleaded guilty to like nine charges and it looks like he's gonna serve no jail time as part of his hearing. And everyone's saying he snitched. How could he snitch? Um, snitches get stitches, all these crazy things. And I'm here to say, and this is just my opinion, you know, I'm not a street dude. I was never born in the streets, never done anything gangster in my life, but I gotta say, yo, to everyone who's saying, you know, and I understand, you know, if you're from the world, I, everyone's entitled to their opinion, right? And if you're from the world, you have an opinion that weighs more than other people. But the idea of him not snitching and facing like 10 plus to 20 plus years in prison is the craziest idea I have ever heard in my life. It just doesn't make, it's just founded on something that just doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe it makes sense to other people, but it just doesn't make sense to me. So just reading the facts of his nature and his relationship with these people. My thing when it comes to snitching is you snitch. You don't snitch because you have a loyalty to the people you're snitching on. I think the whole snitching argument is literally grounded on the fact of your loyalty to the gang and your loyalty to these people. For me, the whole thing breaks down to me when the facts start to come out. And my thing is like, if they have not shown loyalty to me, 
there is no way I'm showing loyalty to them. And what do I mean by this? So it's come out and, you know, the feds had wiretaps. There's definitely, you know, stitches through these gangster organizations because people go to jail, people get wires, you know, people plead deals, people plead deals all the time. You know, that's just what people do. You know what I mean? You, you, you just plead deals, right? Um, you know, just look at other rappers. All you got to do is a little research and you'll figure out other rappers that have pled deals that are really still famous till today. Um, so the reason why I just don't think this is loyalty is deserved in 69 should only best interest is to snitch is because when you really think about it, right? Apparently it came out that he was kidnapped by his own gang and robbed by his own gang. Now it was people within his gang, but apparently he knew those people, right? And he didn't snitch then on who robbed him. He just said nothing. Now, if I'm getting robbed by my own gang, okay, all that loyalty is really at question at that point, right? Getting robbed, getting put in a trunk, getting violated of that and disrespected by these people. Like, if I'm someone who's grown up as you with a friend, I'm disrespected. But that's someone who doesn't have any attachment to you guys and it's kind of just putting out this thing, you know, I'm super popular in my own right. And, I, you know, we're mutually gaining from each other, but let's be real, Takashi brings more to um, this gang that he's affiliating with than they bring to him, right? I would feel like my loyalty has gone out the window. And then it comes out by the FBI because they're doing, you know, feds are serious. They're doing some real, real investigation. They have wires everywhere. They have, you know, people, informants, you know, within the organization, stuff like that. It comes out on a wiretap that they were literally planning to kill Takashi 69 Kill Sakashi Sakunai. Okay, so you cannot be only one, right? And now you're going to literally kill me. And people are saying, you still shouldn't snitch. And I'm facing 20 years of life. I'm supposed to give up 20 years of my life because I'm loyal to someone who shows literally no loyalty to me because they're literally willing to kill me. Like, you're only born once. It makes no sense not snitching. It makes no, it literally makes no sense. Now, people will argue that it's not snitching Snitching or not snitching, you know, when you snitch, you put your family in danger. You know, your 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 children get in danger. Takashi's a, a kid. Another reason why you snitch. You gotta spend time with your kid. You're gonna see his life. Um, you put your family in danger. You put your mom in danger. You put all these people in danger by snitching. And I will say, personally, yes, it does put you in danger by snitching. However, if someone was literally going to kill you literally going their plan was to super violate their words which is code for killing takashi what on earth makes you think your family was safe to begin with like if they're willing to kidnap you think about the ransom they could get if they kidnapped your kid your baby mom someone in your family like their family was never safe like that's that's a ludicrous thing like you're not buying anymore if they're willing to kill you, you're not buying anything by doing these people favors. They're always not on your side, right? And for me, I just have such sympathy for for Takashi in this situation. And people, you know, they're looking at him as, um, you know, this guy who brought it on himself. But like, I think this all can relate back to his Breakfast Club interview. And this thing just kind of went by, you know, everyone's head. So Breakfast Club is a big, you know, news outlet. 
everybody watches like the state of culture you probably know why i'm explaining this anyways takashi's talking about six nine Takashi's Takashi, talking with Charlemagne the God and you know what comes up in conversation that everyone just seems to miss is Takashi was asked a question and they started to talk about the fact that Takashi I think this was like five or six years ago saw his own father stepdad murdered cold blood I don't know if he saw the killing but he saw him in cold blood and he saw him die in front of him from a murder like think about how crazy that is that's the most insane that's the most insane psychologically damaging thing that could happen to, to somebody and like the fact that that was said in an interview and like it just seemed to kind of like went through the the ethos and no one really paid attention to it, which is just, just insane to me like this guy's been through a lot um he's been through a crazy bunch and for me all this kind of acting out and, and at, you know, hanging around these gangsters. And he, he's literally a product of a lot of it's just an environment. You know, his environment, clearly, if that, something like that happens, wasn't necessarily the best. And I think a kid as young as 22 years old, someone who hasn't even lived half of their life, definitely deserves a second chance. And he got in bed with the, the wrong people who literally didn't have their best intentions for him, you know? He didn't know any gangster codes because he was never a gangster. And the fact that, you know, the OGs of this gang didn't explain to him that, you know, he's bringing a lot of the wrong attention and this is going to get the feds involved. That's that right there shows me that, you know, he was truly a victim in this scenario and he should not have to go down over some people who were literally willing to go. But that's just my opinion. Let me know what you think about the whole Takashi situation. Um, let me know in the comments down below. This video is on YouTube as well as a podcast. Thank you guys for rocking with me. It's been your boy, Flashy. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? Because the uneducated investors, they never stop learning. The Uneducated Investor Podcast, baby. I will see you guys later.